to do almost every day. It's 98.5 The Bull. We all love our pets, and a lot of people, we feel like the pet is a part of the family. You love your dog, Fenton. I've got a little dog that uh, I've gotten attached to. And, uh, you know, you read a lot about, a, like, what is it about? We see house fires a lot around here, don't we? And do you know that, I didn't know this, but firefighters not only train to save people, they train to get cats and dogs out of houses. I thought that that was just like, you know, they train to get the people out, but if they could get the dog, they would. But apparently they train specifically for this, Daniel. Did I, you know I that? didn't know this. Uh, this is from News on 6, Ashland Brothers, uh, here in Tulsa with the fire department. Lori and Craig, firefighters say saving an animal from a house fire is more common than you might think. I'm told so far this year, Tulsa fire crews have responded to an average of one structure fire per day, and many of the affected homeowners have pets. Wow. Oftentimes, the pets, like small children, will hide. And most of the time, our fire guys have to carry these animals out of the houses to get them out. Firefighters look for a pulse and say even if the animal's breathing, there's a good chance it inhaled smoke. Uh, if they find or rescue a person or a pet, they'll assign someone to EMS. So a fire crew essentially will redirect from whatever they were doing and focus on that life. I'm seeing this video here, Daniel, and they've got, like, you know how they put, um, like a breathing mask over people, they got that for dogs too. Like they can give them oxygen and stuff with that smoke inhalation. I had no idea. I didn't either, but thank God. Yeah, it continues. Because life is the high, highest priority for us. Each district chief carries three sizes of oxygen masks inside their car. Fire crews are taught how many liters of oxygen each animal requires. They're very docile. You know, they're lethargic. Uh, uh, they just don't feel well, and it's obvious by looking at them. And the more they recover, the more anxious they're going to be ready to pull that off. So it might take a couple people of really petting the dog and letting them know that it's okay. Danielle Weevil with Oklahoma Task Force One says anyone can perform CPR on their animal. We open up the airway, we pull their tongue out of the way because most of the time um, their tongue is their biggest obstruction in their mouth. She says you pull the animal's tongue up and out of its mouth before closing its snout, pushing on its tongue and breathing through its nostrils. When doing compressions, Weevil says have the animal laying on its side. You come to about the highest point in their chest and that's where you would compress on a dog. If wow. They're, they're doing a, CPR in dogs. That's a very detailed news report. I know. Like, uh, you know, mad props to the fire department. I mean, I know people are their first priority, but once they're safe, I didn't know that, that like, if my dog was in distress, they could also treat the dog. Am I stupid? I, it just never I just had no, to you. no yeah. idea. So good job on them, man. And I got to tell you, I've had to call the police several times so far here in Tulsa. And these emergency responders, they are on the spot. So thank you guys for all you do. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Dano. Yes, but you can buy 6.42 at 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning, Tig. You know, in a quest to come up with the latest and greatest Tig and Daniel promotional item, you know, we have the Tig and Daniel canned ham, which is, oh my God, what a hit. Yeah. Everybody's dying to get one of those. Sure. It's weird because there have been people that go, I would really like one of those hams. You know, we thought it was just nonsense, but people actually like them. So my latest uh, idea, and this is all unsanctioned by Travis Meyer, by the way, was a Tiger Daniel Travis Meyer tickling feather. So what, is it, what, is, what is a tickling feather? It's just a feather. Okay. It's nothing gaunt. It's classy. It's a, it's a feather. So we, the idea is, like, if uh, we're out broadcasting somewhere, somebody could come up and instead of getting a koozie or a T-shirt or something, they could select a 
Travis Meyer tickling feather. Uh, excuse me, Tiger. Tiger Daniel. Tiger Daniel's Travis Meyer tickling feather. Okay. Um, again, unsanctioned by Travis Meyer. Right. Now, once his but, lawyers get a hold of this, we might have to take his name off. So you didn't ask Travis for permission. Did you hear when I said unsanctioned? We okay. didn't ask him about it. He has no. He probably has no idea that we're even doing this. But uh, I went to that craft store, Michaels, mm -hmm. and I walk all around the store because I didn't want to have to go up to somebody and say, hey, where's your feathers? <laughs> I don't think that's ever been other, uttered in history. So where's I, your feathers? I circled the store twice in Michaels, and God knows they got everything, artificial fruits, felt, pipe cleaners, all that stuff. And I finally have to go up to a lady, and I go, hey, uh, where's your feathers? <laughs> And she goes, we've sold out of feathers. We um, haven't had any in quite some time. What? And I went to the, uh, I said, well, where are they normally at? So I went to the section where feathers are indeed held. Shelves empty. There's a, a feather shortage. Is there really? There was zero feathers in that place. I was thinking there'd be a large selection of feathers. Zero feathers. So now what are we going to do? So I would have thought feathers would be uh, readily available, but apparently there's people like feathers in their personal life what do people I, do with feathers at a craft store you ask the wrong guy i'd never set foot in a craft store before i felt really out of place hmm. what do you think's going on here i don't know do you have any ideas i think it might be that matt bradley over there has went and bought all the feathers up in tulsa and he's sitting on them oh our competition yeah i sent him a, a facebook message i want to see if we can call in and i'll accuse him and kate of buying out all the feathers oh kate and bradley yeah Oh, you think they went out and bought feathers because they oh, caught on to what we were trying to do. Travis Meyer tickling feather. <laughs> <laughs> or a Matt Bradley tickling feather. Oh, whoa. I'd like that. Well, I mean, why else would they be out of feathers? And then I thought maybe um, since I live there on Riverside, there are geese everywhere. I guess I could collect a bunch of dirty goose feathers, but that doesn't seem to have the same majesty Those... for a, a Tiger Daniels Travis Meyer tickling feather. Can I ask a question about feathers at a hobby store or whatever? Are those real? I mean, do they pick them up off the ground like you would and wash them? And I don't put think them they pick store? them up the ground, but they, uh, you know, yeah, they're real feathers. What do you mean? What do you think? The, are, you think I'd buy an artificial feather? Well, when I see a feather on the ground, I think it's disgusting. Yet it is. When they go to a hobby store, they seem clean-ish. Yeah, I it, guess. yeah. The hobby, you know, the hobby craft store is going to be they, a there's clean guys, feather. There's you're a guy asking that works way, there that washes feathers. You're asking me way too many feather questions. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't even lay eyes on one. So now I guess I've got to turn to the internet. Well, did our competition respond? Can we call them and confront he them? He hasn't responded them? yet. They're probably uh, busy over there. Send one to Kate. No way. I'm not sending that to, like, send them to the, the people. <laughs> what would she do if she opened the mail and you then there's a, a feather uh, from old Daniel, from Tiger Daniel? She's going to call the police. If you send a lady a message about, like, did you buy all the feathers, I guess that would be... Well, that's why I, I sent one to Matt. I see. I said, can we call in, ah. you know, for a thing, but we'll see what happens. But I don't know where, where our second feather source will be. Now, listen, I'm not going to get, like, a peacock feather. That would be crazy. I want something nice, nothing gaunt. Yeah, let's take this call here. <laughs> it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Uh, this is Rocky. Are y'all taking requests right now? Uh, I'm sorry, Rocky. Do you hear us talking about the Tiger Daniel Travis Meyer tickling feather? I sure do. I was just wondering if y'all was taking requests for afterwards. You're trying to request a tickling feather, aren't you? <laughs> yes, sir. How many, uh, Rocky, you might be the first to receive a Tiger Daniel tickling feather. How many feathers are you trying to get? 
uh, as many as I can. <laughs> Rocky, what's going on with you? Yeah, he's got some good life. What? Uh, what do you? Why do you? Sus- why do you suspect there's a, sh- a feather shortage? And do you have a surplus of feathers at your house? I don't have a surplus of feathers at my house. Any theories on why they're out of tickling feathers at Michael's? Um, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Fine. All right. Well, uh, well uh, yeah, I, I do believe there might be a shortage of feathers over at Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what song were you wanting to hear? I have God's Country by Blake Shelton. Oh, listen to this right here. The only thing that uh, can console Daniel in this time of feather Look, he, he crunk up the radio now, and you only gave him a bit of it. Well, the reason Tig has that queued up, we got Troy Aikman coming up. He's going to be on there talking about uh, this music festival called Highway to Henrietta, and guess who's going to be headlining there? Rocky. Who's that? Blake, Blake Shelton? Shelton? Yeah, only 50 miles away from here. All right. You know, we ought to, we're going to uh, fly a plane over, drop a bunch of feathers on the crowd. <laughs> Hey, that sounds awesome. Imagine <laughs> if you're like a dude and you're there with your buddies at the show and you come home with feathers. Not looking your good. Your wife is going to hey. be not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, thanks, Rocky. I think I think she might be tickled about it. Hey, now. Hey, look at him with the jokes, too. <laughs> oh. Hey, thanks, Rocky. Hey, thank y'all. Yeah, Troy Aikman's coming up. He's going to join us on the show. He's putting on a show called Highway to Henrietta. And Blake's going to be there. And all the details coming up right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyke and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Yeah, but every time you go on a back road, you ever notice there's like a washer and a dryer in the woods? <laughs> like people go, I need to get rid of this. I think I'll throw it in the, the woods. Some dirty old mattress. Yeah. <laughs> people just throw their trash out on those back roads pretty excited about this man i mean we've had a lot of people on our show dan we've been very lucky we had garth brooks on our show so much we almost got tired of garth brooks right that's what you said but today we have a uh, super bowl winning quarterback dallas cowboy an amazing athlete troy eggman how about that he's with us good morning troy how are you I'm good. How are y'all doing? Well, you know, I, I like this. I've been reading about the uh, Troy Aikman's Highway to Henrietta, but it's, uh, you know, a concert, but it's also doing some good in, in a right. city that you spent a lot of time in as a youth. Yeah, they're in Henrietta, Oklahoma, and uh, decided to put on this event. Uh, don't have enough time here to, to go into all of it, but decided to do it there in Henrietta, Oklahoma, and rallied some of my good friends in country music and they all uh, responded favorably. Blake Shelton will be headlining. Pat uh, Green is also in the lineup. Josh Abbott Band, Wade Bowen, and many others. But uh, wanted to uplift the community, and in the process of doing that, help raise some money for academic and athletic programs there from in Henrietta, Oklahoma, where I where I grew up and spent so much time in a place that's meant a lot to me over the years, and really helped shape who and what I am today. Yeah. What what a great lineup! Blake Shelton, like you said, uh, Wade Bowen, Ab, uh, Josh Abbott Band. Who said no? Who did you contact? And you said, "Hey, would you would you play my Highway to Henrietta?" And they're like, "No, I don't think so." Yeah, 
I didn't get any no's. I, I had uh, I had Randy Rogers, uh, who I've gotten to know as well, and then he had a, a makeup date uh, that he he wasn't able to do it. Uh, but yeah, everyone, I reached out to Blake and said, "Hey, I just I just need a, an Oklahoma headliner, and you're my first choice." And, and he got back to me right away and said, "Man, I'm in." And so he, you know, then all the dominoes fell into place, and so he's been. He's been fantastic, really excited about it. it. It will be unlike anything that this town uh, has ever seen. And I've been asked if I'm going to do it a second year. And I, I really want, I want, to, I want to get through this year first and kind of see how it all goes, uh, the logistics and everything else. But i got a great team. It's going to be first class. Uh, you know, it's, uh, we, didn't, we didn't cut any corners with this. The stage is going to be amazing. I think people who come out, then go to Henrietta. Uh, uh, highway to Henrietta.com for more information, those that are hearing this and that are interested. But, uh, yeah, I think people that come are going to be amazed and going to be uh, entertained with a really great show. I put this in the GPS tag. Henrietta, only an uh, hour and 12 minutes from Tulsa, only 50 miles. So why would you go you know, out of far. state? This is 50 miles from here. Yeah, to see Blake. Well, and- it's, yeah, it's not far at all. I mean, when I was, uh, when I was growing up, uh, we drove to Tulsa to do all of our shopping uh, for sporting goods or clothes before the start of the school year. I mean, yeah, it was just uh, – it, it was like going to town and filling up your gas tank was driving to Tulsa. So not far at all. When you contact Blake Shelton, are you calling him, like, on a cell phone, or does it go through his people? <laughs> like, do you text Blake Shelton? Yeah, I, re- I reached out to him directly, and uh, it was actually, it was I was I was in Canton, Ohio. I was presenting Jimmy Johnson that day to the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame and was working on this concert, and I reached out to him that right before I left the hotel and before I even left the room, I had heard back from him, so... Uh, wow. He's, you know, obviously he's a proud Okie and uh, wanted to do anything he could to help out the state or a part of the state, and uh, he's in. So what is, he's uh, going to be there. What is that phone number of Blake Shelton's? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, 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 I'll tweet it out and everybody can have it. Let me just compliment my co-host, uh, Tig, uh, uh, Troy Eggman. Let me just say to Tig, what a great question. Did you contact Blake Shelton on the phone? What did you think well, you contacted him via pigeon or, or I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right. Henrietta well, does have their people, so uh, Henrietta is a, a very famous town. I've not yet visited because Tig and I are new to Oklahoma. But wasn't there a movie called The Stars Fell on Henrietta? Why is Henrietta so famous, other than you? Um, well, you know, Jim Shoulders. I, I don't know about I don't know about that movie, but uh, Jim Shoulders, the you know world famous cowboy. He was like a I'm going to get it wrong, like a ten time. Uh, world champion he's he's from henrietta matter of fact when i moved to henrietta i was in eighth grade i was 12 years old and jim shoulders had a bull riding camp like you would go to basketball camp or football camp which was sports was my thing but my dad he wanted me to go to bull riding school (laughs) i said i i'm not even sure i've ever seen a bull i mean i don't even i don't i don't want any part of riding a bull and they did that for a few years and then they couldn't afford the insurance anymore because so many kids were getting beat up and broken arms and legs at this bull riding camp. Uh, but, yeah, famous because of Jim's shoulders. Right. <laughs> he, uh, he, he didn't want to ride bulls, but he played an NFL. 
I'd love to say the yeah. day you broke the news to your dad, you weren't going to ride bulls, but you're going to get in the NFL. And he's like, you're never going to make it, son. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think I was a little too big to be riding bulls anyway. Well, uh, Troy, we appreciate the time, man. Uh, Troy Aikman's Highway to Henrietta. Tickets available right now, highwaytohenrietta.com. It's uh, a short drive for most of us, and what a great show with Blake Shelton headlining. Troy, man, I hope you have a great day, man. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Need five the bull. Uh, good morning. We <laughs> this is kind of exciting, Daniel. Yeah, you have an envelope right now mm-hmm. that's unopened, and tell us what that's about because we're about to open it live on the air. We don't know the contents of that envelope. Well, joining us on the phone here, what, what's your name, ma'am? Amy. Amy, uh, you were calling to talk about Troy Aikman for a second, but we have some more breaking news here. Uh, what happens? <laughs> what's happening on Friday night is Tig's wife Brittany is going to have a ladies' night. Yes, and they're all going to one of my favorite restaurants. In downtown Tulsa, it's called Boston Title and Abstract. You ever go to on a ladies' night, Amy? <laughs> Not in a long time. What happens on, on ladies' night, on girls' night? Just, you just hang out with each other and, I guess, troll for guys, but that's been a long troll time. Troll for guys? You think Tig's wife is going to go out trolling for guys? Good for her. <laughs> Well, what's happened, Amy, is uh, I was very curious about what happens on Girls' Night, so I said, Brittany, I would like to go to Ladies' Night at Boston Title and Abstract on Friday night. Could I go to Ladies' Night? And she says, I'm going to check with them, and and, uh, I'll let you know. I said, well, what what I want you to do, Brittany, is to check with them and then write the answer and put it in an envelope, a sealed envelope. I've got it now in my possession. Ty, do you know what the results of? Uh... No. So what you're saying is that my wife texted her girlfriends saying, can Daniel come with us on ladies night? Mm-hmm. She got the answers, but she's put them in an envelope that's sealed. Right. And we're going to open that envelope in a moment. In a moment here. And I got to tell you, Ty, if they said no, that I can't go to ladies night, I'll be deeply hurt and offended. I think they'll want you to come because you're kind of like, I don't know what it is about you. People like being around you. Sure they do. And uh, I think they, they'll they be glad to have you, to be honest. But you don't understand how bad my feelings will be hurt. Who is it? It's your wife, Brittany. Your uh, neighbor, my neighbor, Ryan's wife. Laura. Laura. And then swim coach, Allison. So it'd be three ladies and you. I'm thinking that Laura, Ryan's wife, your neighbor, might not want me to go because once she said it was a red flag that I'm 44 and never been married. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, So are you excited about the reveal of what the contents of this envelope say? Talking to you, Amy. Oh, uh, sure. (laughs) What you need to do is stick it up to your head like Johnny Carson used to do, like the Amazing Crescent, and see if you can figure it out first. Yeah, what what was that bit called? Uh, The Great Carcini? I think it's Crescent, Amazing Crescent or something like that. Yeah, where he would guess what's in the envelope before. Okay, yeah, we'll do a little bit of that. That's actually a great idea. Hot, hot new reference, guys. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> All right, well, Amy, hang on. We're going to find out about the the contents of the envelope, whether Daniel is invited to Ladies Night or not, okay? Okay. All right, thanks for the call. All right, Dan, I'm excited. Yeah, do that thing where you hold it up to your head and you try to guess whether they want you there or not. I mean, it's, it's radio. You can't tell what I'm doing with it. I could be holding it up to anything. We'll paint the picture. It's Cody Johnson first on 98.5 The Bull. So Cody Johnson on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, we have an envelope that we have not opened. And in that envelope, there's a response from some girls. My wife is going out on a ladies' night. 
this Friday night. And uh, you texted her and said, hey, could I go to ladies' night? And she said, well, let me check with the other girls. And uh, I guess she got a text response back. And she wrote those texts down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And those are in the envelope right now. We don't know whether the other girls want you there or not. But we're about to find out. And will you be devastated if they say uh, we'd rather not have Daniel there? I'll pretend not to be devastated, but my feelings will really be hurt if I'm not invited to ladies' night. But you know what? I get it, though. Like, if we were all doing a bros trip to Las Vegas and you were like, hey, can my wife come along? Yeah, that would suck. I, that's not me saying that. That's you saying that. Because <laughs> I'm trying to go to ladies' night. Okay, so... Uh, what, you is wanna... your, what is your prediction, though, Ty? So, honestly, like, I love giving you crap. I think the girls will be fine with you being there because it is a ladies' night, a bunch of girls going out on a Friday night in Tulsa. But you being there, you're kind of one of the girls in a way. Excuse me? You're not threatening. You're just dumb Daniel. I don't know. Dumb Daniel? You know what I'm saying. I'm all man, buddy. <laughs> I'm so manly that I shave my legs with a broken whiskey bottle. Do you want to, <laughs> do, you want to uh, do the Johnny Carson thing where he used to hold an envelope up to his head and he would try to guess what... The contents were? You know, if you want to do a, a 30, 40 year old reference, I could do that. Hey, Amy, our caller, suggested. Yeah, she requested this. So, uh, okay, I'm holding it up to my head. And what am I supposed to do? Do you think you'll be invited or not? You haven't opened the envelope with the answer. I think I will, but okay. there is a chance, especially that uh, neighbor, Laura, who said that it was a red flag that I've never been married and I'm 44. Right. And she might have been like, I don't want that weirdo going. All right. Well, let's open the uh, All right. envelope. Here it is. Oh, my good. I'm, I'm, oh, my, uh, good. What oh my goodness. Mean? I'm nervous. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So these are responses to a text my wife sent out to the girls to see if Daniel could come. Dearest Daniel, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm writing you on behalf of the ladies of Lewiston Gardens. On the matter of dinner for girls' night, I regret to inform you the ladies say nay. <laughs> Don't fret. You're what? loved by the ladies of Lewiston Gardens, and your day of enjoying our company will come soon enough. So I've been turned down. Everybody hurts sometimes. I'm actually shocked. I'm a little shocked, too. Wait, so she, they're having girls' night. You wanted to go out for girls' night. Mm-hmm. And she reached out and they said no? Yep. I'm telling you right now, is that Laura, Ryan's wife? Or swim coach Allison, one or the other. Because your wife was all for it. You want to come to my house and hang out with me on Friday? Night? Nope. <laughs> I'm going to, uh,. I might also still go to Boston Title and Abstract and just sit there at the bar. Ooh, and just, that would be a good one. Just watch them and look sad. <laughs> I'm shocked. I thought I'm they would look. I'm a little shocked, too. Yeah, and I I'm told surprised. You, I told you my feelings would be hurt, and now they're hurt. Because everybody hurts. I mean, you're not even like a real dude. I hate ladies' night. They hate you. I'm a little shocked, too. <laughs> well, would it, would it prop you up a little bit that we're giving away uh, Brothers Osborne tickets in like seven minutes? I don't think so. Are you going to go home? I find no joy in life. I, 
I gotta say, Daniel, I'm I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised too. Yeah, I thought for sure they would like like Daniel to be with them, but can't even go to dinner. Just girls' night, I guess. Well, you saved yourself a lot of trouble because when yeah, these don't girls try to, get together, don't, don't try to uh, paint a silver lining tag. They I'll gossip just be about sitting God at home knows alone what. on Friday. That'll be fine. Looking at my dog. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at your misfortune. That's good. But your fortune could be coming in seven minutes with Brothers Osborne tickets on so 98.5 The Bull. And uh, if you got any plans on Friday night, maybe invite Dano. He's the Don't rebel, man. Yeah. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dana. Brothers Osborne tickets now and every day this week at 7.40. Daniel, you say today you've come up with a bunch of quizzes and we can choose which one we want to play. Just as yesterday, it's dealer's choice. I'll give you three different categories and you, uh, you get to play the quiz you'd like. Now, yesterday, that lady chose 90s trivia, 90s movie trivia, and I don't even know why. I don't think you got a single one right. But uh, today, Jamie is on the phone. Jamie, how are you? Where are you calling from? I'm good. I'm calling from Tulsa. What do you do for a living? I'm a nurse. Oh, good grief. You could use a night out then, right? I could. <laughs> All right. Well, here are the three quiz options for you. You've got animals in American history. You've got a quiz on mythical lands. These are famous places from mythology, fiction, and religious lore. And you've also got a quiz called Google Suggestions. You know how when you're on Googling, you'll type out a question and it'll suggest what you think, what Google thinks you're typing out? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, a quiz on that. Okay. So uh, which quiz would you like today, Jamie? Gosh, I don't know. I'm going to know any of Let's do the first one. The first one was Mythical Lands. These are questions about. Oh, no. That was the first one? What's the one about dogs or something? About dogs? Or animals? <laughs> animals in American history. There you go. Let's do that one. All right. Up first, this is the national bird of the United States. The bald eagle. The bald eagle is a correct. This is the bird that Benjamin Franklin thought should have been chosen instead. The turkey. The turkey is correct. Wow, look at her. Two all right off the bat. Jamie, Davy Crockett is often depicted wearing a cap made from this animal. Two. A raccoon. Up next, animal that said nevermore in the famous poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Hi, I'm going to need your help. Well, was the poem called The Raven? The name of the poem was called The Raven, so yes. So what do you think that is? There you go. I'm going to go with a raven. It was a raven, yes. Jamie, animal that NASA spent into, sent into space in 1961. Is it a chimpanzee? I don't know. Yes, there's a very sad story. They sent this chimpanzee up oh. into space. Don't tell it. I got to tell it now. And yeah, you're making me cry. The, uh, the chimpanzee was trained to hit a certain series of buttons. And if he hit, he didn't oh. hit the button or, you know, hit the wrong button, it would electrocute the chimpanzee. Oh, but gosh. They sent this thing up into space, and it all malfunctioned. So no matter what button that the chimpanzee hit, it still electrocuted him. Oh, that's terrible. How, how could you laugh? <laughs> I'm just like, why would you say that on the radio? The poor thing's up there like, ha, ha, ha. And no matter what it hits, it's shocking. I know. He thinks he's doing the right thing. That Awful. poor chimp. Let's do a couple more oh. here. 
Jamie, animal depicted on the Gadsden flag, which said, don't tread on me. What animal's on that flag? Is that a snake? Uh, yeah, specifically a what kind of snake? That's a right answer. Man. A, rattle, a rattlesnake? Yes, and finally, today it's a treat. But in colonial days, this, quote, cockroach of the sea was fed to indentured servants and prisoners. Is it a shrimp? No. Uh, bigger no. than that. You know, I read a about lobster? this, Dan. What'd she say? Well, Ty was musing over something he read. I'm sure all the young people want to hear about that. She said lobster. Yeah. That's the right answer, right? But you read what? So prisoners were fed lobsters in Maine, and they wrote to the government saying this is inhumane treatment. Meanwhile, it's become a delicacy, right? Like, people want lobster. Yeah, specifically on Alcatraz, they used to always have to eat lobster eh? day in and day out. And I'm sure they didn't have, like, warm butter and all that to dip it in. And they were like, this is too much. But, Jamie, uh, see, that was a great, that was a, you're a great caller, a great quiz taker. And Aww. thanks to you and uh, all the good deeds you do there at the hospital, you're going to go see Brothers Osborne at the Tulsa Theater. Hey, thank you. Uh, as a nurse, is there anything you could recommend for a broken heart? Because I was hoping to go to ladies' night with Tig's wife and her friends, the ladies of Lewiston Gardens, as they call themselves. <laughs> and uh, it was revealed just moments ago that I would not be invited because it's ladies' night and I'm not a lady. I'm so sorry. You need a, a, a man's night out. That will probably help a broken heart. What do you ladies talk about when y'all are out that we can't hear? I, I suspect they... That's stuff we can never tell. Yeah, I think that they don't want you there because they want to talk about what ladies talk about. I they know want what they talk to... about. They talk about pads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So you, you think that it's all right that these ladies say that I can't go because it's ladies' night and whatever reason. Yeah, sorry, Daniel. Ladies' night. Ladies only. I think you mean jerks' night. If you were hotter, they might invite you. <laughs> oh, now that's, now that's what we should do is get some oh. handsome guy to... Uh, <laughs> To try to go to ladies' night, like, then their mouth would be watering like, yes, please. If you're like six foot six and gorgeous, yeah. uh, I think they would have invited you. Well, look at you go. Congrats. Who are you going to take to the show? Um, I'm going to take my husband. Hey, now. Hey, now. Are you going to get on his shoulders during the show? Uh, I doubt it. Well, they're not going to stay together. Tig, how dare you? <laughs> how could you say that? That's a sign of strength of a relationship, can your wife? That's the shoulders. litmus test of a marriage. I think so. Hey, thanks for calling. And uh, for everybody else, Thank you. tomorrow, 740, more Brothers Osborne tickets on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Dana. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. A barefoot blue jean Daniel, life is uh, full of surprises, and folks that are listening to me right now didn't know that when they woke up, they could get a canned ham. Ty, when you say canned ham, I think you're totally removing the majesty and the, what makes this canned ham special. It's a Ty and Daniel canned ham, along with a Ty and Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker. So this summer, when you're by the pool eating your Ty and Daniel canned ham, you can also listen to the Tig and Daniel show on the Tig and Daniel Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker. And now they're putting that dam up at the Arkansas River. You could yes. go out there and uh, listen to us underwater, I guess. If you wanted, yes. So we're going to play a game. Daniel, this is... Um... It's a Google suggestion quiz. Yeah, you know, whenever you start to type out a question on Google, hey, who's this on the phone? Cameron. Cameron, have you ever used Google? Uh, every day. What kind of things do you look up? 
Oh, geez. Anything and everything. Careful, Cameron. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever Googled? <laughs> um, I don't know. Honestly. I thought for a second he was going to admit to Googling <laughs> something really embarrassing. But whenever you type something, uh, a question, Google has suggestions over what they think you're about to ask. So what I've got here is some very popular questions and what the Google suggestion, you have to guess what it is. Uh, first up, okay. Cameron, if you Googled, do cell phones calls, what do you think Google suggests? Do cell phones calls Cancer. blank? Cancer, yes. And Ty can help you out with these as well. Uh, up next, is a tomato a blank? A fruit. A fruit is correct. It is, isn't it? It is a fruit, yeah, technically. Up next, Cameron, why are flamingos blank? Pink. Pink. Why are they pink? It's because they eat so many shrimps. Is that right? Yeah, flamingo is white, but it eats all that shrimps. Whatever in the shrimps make them pink. True yeah, story. If you eat enough shrimp, you'll be pink? If you're a white bird, I suppose. Huh. All right, Cameron, now it gets a little more difficult. Why do men have blank? Nipples. Yes. Why do we? <laughs> I have no idea, my friend. Well, you know what I read is that uh, before, like, I don't know, nature or God decides whether we're a man or a woman, we're all the same gender for mm -hmm. a second. So I guess they're like, just in case we become a lady, we have to have... What did you read, that nipple magazine? I subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, Cameron, you're doing extremely well. Uh, why do horses need blank? Uh... Why do horses need blank? Something the horse um, has horse to shoes. Horseshoes, yes, correct. He's really good. Are you Googling these as we go, Cameron? How I, are you getting I, all these right? I am not. <laughs> I'm driving, so I'm not. All right, Cameron, why, uh, Google suggestion quiz again, why is chocolate bad for blank? Why uh, is, teeth? no, no, why is chocolate bad for blank? I bet I got this one. Well, let's see if he gets it. He's right. done so well. Your teeth? Nope. Tig thinks he has it. What is it, Tig? Uh, dogs. Because you always hear you can't give a dog a chocolate. Oh. Right. Is that the right answer? That is correct. Cameron, Tig, what happens if you swallow blank? <laughs> okay. Huh. Gum. Gum, yes. Well, there was that myth, uh, I think it's a myth, that it would stay in your system for six years or some nonsense. Yeah, That's it's not ridiculous. True, yeah, Tig says it comes out the next day. Why does Seattle get so much blank? Rain. Correct. And finally, why do I dream about losing my blank? Mom? You know, uh, we talked about this yesterday. It's the most common dream in the United States that something falls out. Something you lose on your body. Oh, your teeth? Your teeth. Yes, so it's even more goes to prove that that is the number one dream we all have. Cameron, another dream, speaking of dreams, has come true for you. A Tiger and Daniel canned ham and a Tiger and Daniel waterproof Bluetooth wireless speaker. Awesome. You know, I like to make fun of us, but I gave uh, a speaker to a neighbor. This dude uses it all the time. Like, you can connect your cell phone to it. And Which neighbor? My, I got a neighbor called Ryan. 
He loves that speaker. He attaches it to his work belt. His work belt? That's what he said. Uh, I bet they hate that guy at work. <laughs> Where are you going to attach yours, Cameron? In the shower. Hey, now. Oh, you no. can eat that Tiger Daniel Cat <laughs> ham in the shower, too? <laughs> Absolutely. You dirty dog. Cameron. All right, Cameron, thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow, 740. We got more Brothers Osborne tickets right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. Look at Walker Hayes. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Ty Gadano. Imagine your bathroom didn't work at your house. Where? What would you do? Where would you go? Uh, one guy here in town, welcome into Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougal. One guy here in town, I guess the, the sewer pipe broke to his house, and, mm-hmm. and so he can't use his bathroom for like a month here in Tulsa. So he chooses, uh, he switches between McDonald's and Brahms. You know, he's like, ah, I got to go, uh, but I don't want to be like weird about it. So I'll go to McDonald's sometimes and Brahms sometimes. And what happened was he had a pipe burst. And I guess the city, it maybe their responsibility, but it was like a $17,000 fix. The city finally said, you know, what, we'll fix it for you. But you told me that uh, there's some type of boundary between you and the city that that means it's your responsibility. But if it's further out, it's the city's responsibility. I had a water line to break that would lead to my house. And my neighbor said that, if it's like at a certain junction, like where the meter is, if it's on my side of the meter, I got to pay for it. But if it's on the other side of the meter, the city the has city to pay for it. it. Right. So keep in mind if you have like a, you know, a water line break or sewage or anything like that, that in some cases the city must pay for it. Well, this went on for a month that he was having to go to Brahms to use the bathroom. But finally, I guess they got that uh, figured out. So a cautionary tale. That uh, if something goes wrong at your house with the plumbing, it could be on you or it could be on the city. Good morning, Dan. What's uh, up? Good you? morning, Tag Man. Very busy for police and firefighters the last 24 hours. Uh, this morning, one person pulled from a early morning house fire. Cal Day was out live on location this morning. There was a fire near West 46th Street North and North MLK. It was a, an abandoned house, but a guy was sleeping in the garage. So firefighters were able to pull him out, get him to the hospital, got him saved. And then earlier, a police officer got in a fight with a burglary suspect. And the police officer was injured. The man who was uh, trying to break into several homes, according to police, the man was going door to door in a neighborhood near 51st and Yale, trying to break into people's houses. Officers say, or one, officers say one homeowner was able to be awake and call the police when officers arrived on the scene. They tried to arrest the man, but he had attempted to get into the uh, front of an officer's patrol car. They got into a fight. Officer injured his hand. What, what's, what is this guy on that he's yeah, trying he to? I guess he was trying to steal the car. Wow. So very busy day for, for these guys. What is it? Was it a full moon last night? Well, I don't think so, no. Boy, people around here, if you work for the police around here, you are a busy person. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> uh, did you see Ty Dive's audio over here? Sure. There's some... On. Uh, tornadoes in Texas, and this is from a Walmart down in Texas. Listen to this chaos. It's outside of a Walmart. People are running for shelter. Somebody's trying to get them to run into the Walmart. Get inside! Get inside! Run! 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 Oh, my! Run! Run! Go! 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 That is a scary situation there. We had tornadoes in Oklahoma, Texas, 
Alabama. It was a crazy kind of weather day yesterday. It's bad night in New Orleans, too, wasn't it? New Orleans, yeah. Got hit by a tornado. Also, did you see that um, they're turning that show, The Love Boat, into a reality dating show? Exciting and new Come aboard We're expecting you Do you remember watching Love Boat? Are you that old? I remember it being on. I didn't really know what it was about. I just knew there were people on a ship and there was that guy named Captain Steubing. And so this is going to be like Bachelorette or something on yes. a boat. It's called The Real Love Boat where singles look for love on a Mediterranean cruise and compete in challenges there will also be cast members like the captain and the cruise director who help with the matchmaking. Yeah. I think this would be good for the cruise industry, too, because they're hurting pretty bad after COVID. Didn't you say that you would see videos online where people go on these cruise ships? And normally you'd have 10,000 people on one of these things or whatever. And there's only a couple hundred, so they, like, own the ship for a second. Yeah, I've seen That's several, the way to cruise, to be honest. Several YouTube videos where it's like a ghost town. But, you know, the staff is still on there, and you still get great treatment. So if you were considering taking a cruise, I think right now might be a good time. I know we were all scared of COVID, but I bet the cruise ships are on on their toes. You know what I'm saying? They're, like, your they're probably right the now. cleanest place to go yeah, right, right now. That's right. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. You know what else is clean, Daniel? Your teeth when you leave Dr. Hugh McDougall. You're right. You're absolutely right. I love the, the feeling of walking out of the dentist's office with clean teeth. In fact, I just got a text this morning. I have an appointment coming up. Are you scared? Not at all. Jan texts and says, I have an appointment and uh, time to get my teeth clean. One of my most favorite times. No, you're not scared at all because when you go to Dr. Hugh McDougall, the guy has a degree in psychology. Mm-hmm. So that means that he knows that it's going to the dentist is a very scary time and he specializes in fear-free treatment, if that makes sense. It's a little intimidating to to know that, like, you know, somebody's going to be digging in your mouth. But as far as things go, if you have to go, Dr. Hugh McDougall's the guy to go to, right? He's the guy to go to. Think about all the events coming up, Tig, that you're going to need to look your best at, like Mother's Day is coming up, high school graduations, the prom, Easter. You're going to have a lot of pictures taken of yourself. If you ever look at your smile and go, oh, I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. Go see Dr. Hugh McDougal. He can fix your smile. Whatever you want done to it, he can correct it. Just Google McDougal. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S dot com. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Jameson Rogers on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Ty Gadeno. Hey, Daniel, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Ty. How are you? I've got a, a list here. You know, cleaning your house, it's a, it's a big job to keep a, in front of, right? You know, I lived in a house that's way bigger than the house I live now, and one of the big things was, how do I clean this all the time? I mean, it's like, you know, a big house is great and all, but then you got to figure out how to clean it. And you got some stuff on this. Yeah, here's some things that you do when you clean that actually can make your home even dirtier. Oh. So things you thought, hey, I'm doing good, but actually you're defeating the purpose. So one, going crazy with those cleaning products. If you use too much of your cleaning products, you won't make uh, your floors or table cleaner. You'll leave a residue that can trap in extra dirt and dust. You know what? I mopped my floor uh, about a week or two ago, and I thought I was doing the right thing by, like, really dousing it with stuff. And 
It was sticky for like two days. Yes. You use too much cleaning product. I see. Uh, number two, dusting at the end. When your last step of cleaning a room is dusting, you're just spreading that dust around, Ty. It makes your room dirty again. The best move is to clean a room from top to bottom. You end with the floors, so dusting's in the middle. Hey, what is dust, by the way? Excuse me? What is dust? I've heard rumors and things that it's dead skin cells and stuff like that. I don't know what dust is, but it's, uh, it's sure floating around. So what I think is that... Um it's your skin cells. I've heard that before, because but it has to also be dirt and stuff, right? I'll go on vacation and come back the house is pristine, but if we're there for a week, there's dust everywhere. Okay. I think it's us. All right. Well, that's disgusting. Morbid. Number three, cleaning with a used sponge or rag. When you use your dish sponge or a used rag to wipe down surfaces, you're just spreading those germs everywhere. So I see this at uh, cafeterias a lot. When you were growing up, they would use that rag. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just spreading nonsense, right? Yes. And number four, overloading your dishwasher. When you put too many dishes in the dishwasher, it can't clean all of them properly, so your dishes won't get as clean as you'd like. Now, you are uh, are you one of these sticklers for making sure the thing is completely full? Yes. I don't, Big mistake. I don't like these half washes that happen where we could put more glasses in there, but we don't. I don't like that. You don't have to overload. And by the way, can I ask a question about dishwasher? Yeah. Who doesn't select heavy wash every time? I don't. So there's normal wash, heavy wash. Why would you, you need heavy? It? What do you need heavy wash for? Well, because I load that thing up and I'm going to go heavy on it. I think couples get in more fights about the dishwasher than anything else in the house. I don't disagree because that drives me crazy. And, but still... Why, if it, there's a if there's a setting on the dishwasher that says like heavy wash, why aren't we using that all the time? That's what well, I you do. You use more electricity. You're you're wasting electricity. What are you doing over there that you think you need heavy wash? Are you cooking turds? <laughs> you don't need. Just, yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> you just need regular That's wash. That's exactly what's happening. Like if I put a slice of pizza on a plate, I don't need to heavy wash the plate. I just do normal wash. Well, you just did somebody a favor because uh, somebody was going to go clean and they're like, I don't want to clean. It's going to make it dirtier over here. I also saw this uh, TikTok that we're using way too much laundry detergent. They're like, just use a tablespoon of it. I'm guilty of that. I load that thing up with detergent thinking it's going to help. It hurts. Too much hurts. Huh. Look at that. We're just like that John Tesh. He has a radio show where he gives advice for your life. We're just like John Tesh. Use a reasonable amount All right. of detergent. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country.